This episode is brought to you by Third Eye Cacao. We're so happy to have a brand new sponsor. We want you to support our sponsors because they make these shows possible. Third Eye Cacao is on a mission to preserve ceremonial grade cacao in the world and invite others on a journey from their head to their heart. Cacao is a fruit where chocolate comes from and is one of the most nutrient dense superfoods on the planet. It has been called the elixir of the gods for its ability to open up the heart. Studies have shown that the same endorphins that get released when you are falling in love for the first time, cacao has the power to induce also. It's like the best feeling in the world and cacao has that for you here at Third Eye Cacao. Overall, cacao has the powerful ability to begin any day with intention and ceremony. Use promo code TIMEWHEEL, that's T-I-M-E-W-H-E-E-L, at checkout and save 11% at thirdeyecacao.com. This episode is also brought to you by Sheath, the underwear of legends. It is the underwear with the dual pouch system. One pouch for one part of the male anatomy, another for the other part of the male anatomy. Not only is the underwear the most comfortable underwear you'll ever wear, but it also has the most stylish designs and patterns. The fabrics actually have a cooling effect when you put them on for the very first time. Your body will thank you because it's one of the hottest parts of your body. So cooling it down with these special fabrics that Sheath provides is a nice experience. The proof is in the pudding. We have a 100% money back guarantee on the very first pair. If you don't like it, we'll send you your money back. Go to sheathunderwear.com, use promo code RPG and save 20%. We appreciate your support. Back to the show. Welcome to the RPG Podcast. And we are live. Oh, God, Pat! Presented by Sheath. A Time Wheel Production. Oh, hey, what's up, everyone? We're back. And we are back with another fun guest. His name is Sammy Sambo Slice. He's back again. Thank you for coming back, sir. How you doing today? Yeah, good, man. It's a uh... Different uh, seeing you, uh, the evolution of your podcast now. It's nice. Thanks. It's, yeah, uh, we've been working on it. We're using hands. You got to do the hand part. No, I'm just kidding, but not totally kidding. And learning, looking to others for inspiration to see what, you know, they're doing right and maybe we're not doing enough of. I don't want to be lazy. And I feel like we can do better with certain aspects of the uh set it, settings and um energy and prepare prep, eh, preparation and shit you know what i'm saying always always growing my man always growing that's good likewise um tell me tell me what you've been up to man um really focusing on the martial arts um the gym side um picking up clients uh the kids programs really going well um, I think last time we spoke, I can't remember if we were shut down or we had just reopened. Mm, um, I yeah. can't remember, but since we have reopened, um, man, everything's just growing. And uh, couldn't ask for anything better, man. Great team. We got a great team over here. Yeah, it's a blessing to be back open. I feel like everything just, I mean, like sort of stopped. Although, you know, Texas was one of the states where it was opened up faster than most places but over the past like 10 days it's like covid what <laughs> yeah 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 what is what is covid yeah it's uh it's on it's never gonna leave but it's on its way out as far as the uh all the hype yeah well yeah i was i, I steered clear uh, luckily thankfully i never had to deal with any of the 
repercussions of that, but I'm up in the mountains. You're like in the city, San Antonio. Since, since like, has the population blown up since like the migration from California, New York? Um, or not, not noticeably. Not that noticeably. You can just tell people are out and about now. People are getting out and about. Back to weekend stuff. Um, back to really just living life again. To be honest. Like okay, so like weekend stuff, like club clubs and no yep. social distancing. Just like we're back. Parties, concerts. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot more concerts are coming up. Um, more. I mean, people were getting out into the parks, but now people are actually traveling and wanting to take trips, um, hiking. Um, you'll see a lot of people out and about just riding bikes now. Now it's, you know, before when they had to stay in house, people were riding, uh, walking, hiking, all that. Now it's become a, a normal thing where families are getting out there. Um, it's it's cool to see. It's really cool to see, man. Absolutely. So, um, tell me about your evolution, uh, uh, you know, as, as your growth, what have you been doing and, uh, you know, to keep growing and everything. As a so, person. um, my role here has, uh, it hasn't changed, but I'm stepping into that role now. Um, I've done a couple, so this is both personal and professional development, but um, I've gotten my certification with the level one of Enlifted, so the Enlifted uh, Coaches Group. Um, also working with, uh, so that's with Mark England, uh, working with uh, Angelo Cisco with the Alpha Hippie, which is just strictly men, um, just focusing on uh, development, internal development, I would say, that translates into everything we do. So. Um, truly walking into uh, who I was made to be and my purpose and what I want out of life and how to do it, really getting things structured where before I was kind of just going with the flow. Mm -hmm. And now I have a little bit more structure in place. I have uh, things locked down in my life and checking things off, um, making things happen. And um, with these, I've really stepped into uh, my role a little bit better. Um, communication was my was one of my uh, downfalls because I've I've always done things on my own. Um, since mom passed, I had to really dig deep and just do things on my own. And now with the, the role that I'm playing, I really have to you consider everyone around me now. And um, I'm happy. I'm happy where I'm at, man. Things. And fixing myself has translated to everything else I'm doing here with my current role at the gym. Yeah, it all starts within. Absolutely. I have been meditating every day for quite a while now and sometimes twice a day. I went to this trans, uh, transcendental meditation kind of class, I guess, but it was just a guy and he taught me how to meditate and told me kind of the why I had already figured it out though, is the funny thing, like as far as the mantra and meditating and getting to that deep zero point. But he basically confirmed that I was doing it right. And then kind of gave me a little bit more guidance of what you're experiencing when you're meditating so that you know if you're doing it right or if you're doing it wrong. And they have this app that was really helpful. And so I'm really loving that. So like my life overall has gotten significantly more consistent. I think consistency was what I was lacking. Like, because my sleep schedule was so fucked up that, you know, like three out of the four days would just be not a waste, but I could only I, I could only get like a the main shit done. There was no getting ahead. And since I've been meditating and exercising, I've been doing the mace a lot more. Loving the mace, I got back into it. I kind of like got away from it for like a, a while. It's so good for your back. You know, like if you I mean, because if you don't know, like if your back is always sore 
probably because you don't use it enough. And by just swinging the mace around, it really gets the, those back muscles moving, which gets that motion lotion going. Yes, sir. Yeah. The, um, what you said earlier about having a guide, um, that's, that's the main thing. I, I feel like over time you figure out how to do things on your own. But with someone there to guide you who's been there, done that, uh, whether it's using their system or not, um, they have a system, but you learn how to develop your own system. And uh, that's really what it's, what it's, I find the most is where I, I know I need help and I know I need uh, guidance of others. Um, and then I just figure out how to implement it into my life and just tweak it just a little bit and, and continue to continue to move forward and execute and um man as far as the the mace goes i uh so november 20th is my, uh, my mom's birthday march 5th is uh the anniversary of her passing and so during that time period is is pretty powerful for me i learn something new i grow somehow whether it's i have to eliminate something out of my life or uh do something a little bit better something changes within that time mm. and um i started doing 1000 mace swings uh, over at the cemetery we go over there and we hang out with my brothers and my grandma and whoever else can show up um but this this on the fifth we went over there it was on a saturday and um that stabilization that you're talking about that's really good for your back the first 500 i had to i had to connect once I hit that 500, I was all right, I'm good to go. I'm hitting, hitting that flow state. My feet are grounded. My back is where it needs to be. My spine is stable. Now I can close my eyes and just go. I just go and I just go. I remember last time you told me, and it, it stuck with me, that um, May swings, 360s are like uh, cardio. It's like running yeah. uh, with your arms. Mm -hmm. And so that's always stuck with me, man. And so every time I do my May swings, I think about what you said. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. I love that tool. It's amazing that pe more people don't use it. And I've, I've gotten better when it comes to like just closing my eyes. Here's something I've been doing that's awesome is I got the Peloton app. My boy Dave here, producer Dave, uh, set me up with his like one of, a, one of the logins. And, you know, I was running with it and I was getting on my stair climber it's a like an elliptical machine i would but i just use it with the peloton running app but uh one day i decided to instead of run swing the mace to the pace of the running and because then she's also sort of like they're giving you these motivational comments about being the best and you are you just by making it you you're getting here you, you've already done the hard part and you know like stories just to take your mind off of it great music by the way they have really good music they just got like eminem and but the compilations they'll do are for running so and then they'll kind of talk over it i don't know if, have you ever tried it i have not no sir so you know there's a million different apps i was telling my friend about it this saturday actually march 5th and uh and then so he and then he shows me his beach body app and i'm like all right everybody's got an app i guess i don't need to tell anyone really but point is doing it for the, you know 20 minutes to the pace of this you know the music and the instructor and but it's flowing you know i'm flowing with the mace i'm just doing the different moves that you you know all the different moves that you can do not necessarily 360s but all of it whatever i'm feeling in my quads are getting thicker because just sitting there bouncing with in a, in a like a lunge position and then going to the other side and all the stuff that's involved if you anyone out there if you haven't tried a mace they're basically free in my opinion if you go to onit.com they're like 40 dollars or something yeah and it's a full body where it can be a full body workout then you go to leo savage on instagram and or whatever wherever he's at take a couple classes or if you're in i don't know if you teach or instruct sammy do you 
Yeah, I have a weekly class, and then I'm starting more classes here soon. So okay, yeah, so here in San same Antonio, way. man. San Antonio, exactly. Oh, that reminds me. This guy Antonio was gonna. He was messaging me, and I was at another meeting. And then I called him after the meeting, and then he was busy. So we'll probably link up after this. <laughs> um, loving the podcast. Been doing it every week consistently. We're trying to grow it. Did you watch? Do you watch? Do you listen to podcasts in general? Um, like I listen, um, but not often. Um, with my coach, I listen to. So it's Alpha Hippie, uh, okay. Alpha Hippie podcast with Angelo Cisco. That's the one I've been consistently listening to. Um, other than that, it's uh, Anjuna Deep, uh, some progressive house and trance that I listen to. Nice. While I work out, but other than that, man, um, I, I after a certain time, I try and put my phone away and uh, just get out of the the screens and start to start to wind it down, man. What what time is that? For me, it's about eleven. With my schedule, it's about eleven. Eleven p.m. Eleven p.m. Trying to make oh. it earlier, but uh, yeah, you know how that goes. What are you, are, you, are you? Do you take time to read anything? Yeah, I've been reading more. It's, that's funny you say that. Tell uh, me. I've been reading more. Um, breath work. I try and do breath work. Oh, and, yeah. um, with the breath work, that's, that's part of my meditation. Uh, that's part of my meditation. Uh, I've been writing a little bit more as well, too. Uh, but writing, some, sometimes I don't, sometimes I do. And when I do, it just flows. Um, on my breath work, there's different uh, techniques that I'll do, box breathing, Wim Hof, crocodile breathing, uh, depends what kind of mood I'm in, and I just tap into the breath, put some music on, and man, just, I tap in, that's really what I'll do, I just tap what in. What was the first one you said, the first before Wim Hof? Uh, box breathing. What is that? So you're, um, I start with the number four or uh, four seconds, but I do, you create a box with your breath. I take a four second inhale. I hold it at the top for four seconds. I exhale for four seconds. I hold it at the bottom for four seconds. And you continue that cycle and then I'll go to five seconds and six and seven. And you just slowly increase that number till you figure out your uh, solid retention. Sometimes it's the retention at the top. Sometimes it's the retention at the bottom. Um, we just create that box and make the even numbers. And it's a great way to not only reset your central nervous system to bring you down into a relaxed state, but it's also a great way to check in with your breath, to test your lungs, see where you're at. Um, how, how deep of a breath can I really take? If I really wanted to take it um, slow inhales, but you start with four and then five and six, so on and so forth. Um, that one I teach, that's the first one I teach all my clients. Nice. First. Yeah. I, I like the controlled aspect of it. It could probably just re calm you down, center you if you're like spazzing out or something. It helps, man. I'm a coffee guy. And so sometimes I get a little carried away with my coffee. And uh, the breath work helps bring me back down to that state that I need to be in before bed. What about the crocodile breath? What is that? Crocodile, you're going belly down and in and out through the nose only. So if right here, if I were to just breathe in and out through my nose only, belly breathing, my stomach expands outward. Uh, when I'm on the ground, it can't expand outward, so it goes the opposite direction. And you're able to build internal pressure with the diaphragm and inhale inflate 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 like a balloon and then deflate 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 so you're able to build internal pressure pushing into the muscle tissue of the low back the mid and upper back and then for me i find the most relief in my neck hmm. and then so you're building that pressure inflate push into the muscle tissue the rib cage and then deflate and you just do that for either 60 seconds on the right 60 seconds on the left. Sometimes I won't even count. Sometimes I'll do or, uh, 10 breaths. Sometimes I'll just do 10 breaths on one side, 10 breaths on the other. It's another great way for to start the recovery process after a workout or just bring you back down to a relaxed state. And, um, man, that one's, I teach everyone that one too. <laughs> yeah. how, how much time are you spending at the gym? So I'm here every day. 
So with jiu-jitsu, I'm training jiu-jitsu six days a week, sometimes twice a day. Um, but as far as my strength conditioning goes, I get at least two days of strength. If I can add a third day, I will. Um, but I'm always on the go, man. If I can just squeeze in 30 minutes, uh, if I can get an hour, I'll squeeze it in. But it really, um, really depends on my day and my schedule. But as far as the jiu-jitsu goes, that stays consistent. My strength training, I have to lift or I feel my joints. I'm more prone to injury if I don't get my strength training in. And um, it, it'll catch up to me. Yeah. If I don't stay consistent, it catches up to me. And that's where body starts to break down. Um, my mobility work, that's I warm up with my clients. So I'll warm up with them, get some, especially in the mornings. I try and fill up my schedule in the mornings with clients. So I warm up with them. I'll hop on the foam roller with them. And uh, not only do they enjoy it uh, because it's a little encouraging to have your coach right there with you doing it, um, but they also – so it's a pattern recognition. So they see the technique that I'm doing, uh, if it's clean, uh, it helps them – keep it clean and keep it uh, execute on those warm-up drills um, precise. It keeps it precise. Sometimes if I don't do it with them, it's not as clean. Uh, but then repetition, repetition. After a while, I'll stop doing the warm-ups with them because they've got it locked down. And so they're learning all these things, how to do it on their own. Um, at the beginning of our training, when I first put, take on a new client, they're like, man, I don't know how I'm going to remember all this. That we'll keep coming back. This is what we're going to do from, from when we start for the first 10 minutes. You're going to learn how to do it on your own to where I want you to fire me. You're not going to need me anymore. You're going to learn how to do all this stuff on your own. So if you're only here for six months, a year, you go to the next gym, you're going to know how to walk in, run your warm-up, run your workout, get your cool down in, and boom, you're out the door. <clears throat> That's so key. Um, I hate to – so I, I imagine – having a personal personal trainer is best case scenario but if you don't and you can get on the peloton thing that what i love about it is what you just said is what i didn't what i don't do by myself is warm up or cool down or have any sort of functional posture uh you know proper form of exercise and they're constantly just kind of reminding you and guiding you through the whole thing so you don't really have to think don't like to think that much i'd rather just do it like a robot and right. zone out and so having someone there doing it with you also helps the motivational aspect of it and so so i like that do you find that a lot of or most of your members are like super close to your gym like um proximity as far as where they live or do people travel from ways so we're a 24-hour facility um, as far as the gym goes on the gym side and convenience is a huge factor so not only are we open 24 7 it's close to home so for the most part it's convenient for people but yeah we are a very unique facility to where i'll get people from the south side coming you get people from who will drive 20 30 minutes uh, just to come over here because of our hours and yeah. the equipment. Uh, we got a lot of toys to play with, mace, kettlebells, clubs, um, bumper plates. We got a whole jungle gym little system uh, in the center. Um, two levels. Upstairs you'll have your sauna and cardio. Downstairs you have most of your equipment. And uh, since it's 24-7, everyone's spread out throughout the entire day. So you're never going to be elbow to elbow. Mm -hmm. And you're able to get your work in. And people love that. They can come in, get their work in, and, and they're out the door. Uh, so convenience is a huge factor. And with some clients, I meet with them once a week, some twice, or sometimes three times a week. Um, depending on their schedule, um, time constraints. I have one client I meet with twice a week. Uh, but she does another version of uh, Peloton, which is Echelon. She does the Echelon version. Hmm. And um, she's on that thing five days, five days out of the week on top of our strength conditioning that we do. And so, man, she's on it. I got people that need that assistance, that extra push. Um, and then some people like her who 
she meets with me. She already knows what to do with the warm-ups. She already knows, uh, all right, this is what I do. If I'm running a few minutes behind our session, she's already getting her warm-up in. And right. um, the people that I meet with once a week, we I teach them a workout. So we teach them what we're going to do. Um, the warm-ups and cool-downs stay more or less the same depending on what we're doing. But I'll shoot them a Google Sheets. They have their own profile on Google Sheets. They have their body weight, uh, body fat percentage. If we're doing deadlift, bench, and squat, they have their max numbers and over time we retest and so on and so forth. But if I meet once a week, we learn the workout, I update it and put it in your Google Sheets. That way you can practice that one throughout the week. The following week we work something else. I update that workout, plug it into the Google Sheets. And so you're gonna keep learning a new one every time, new one every time. Uh, they'll see the patterns, they're gonna get used to the movements and then I'm also able to see any limitations they have, um, whether it's back, shoulders are not in place. I'm able to see firsthand, okay, make these uh, little adjustments so that I'm confident and they're confident with running through that whole workout. So I'm not just sending them a workout or putting them through something random. It's, uh, it's specific to what they need. And then the adjustments are specific to what they need as well, too. So every week you're growing every week you're doing something new and uh, they love it man it makes it super convenient so that's the other side of the convenience factor they can come in whenever they want and then they have it all at their hands uh, hyperlinks to warm-ups hyperlinks to the particular exercise or the particular tool that they're using because we can do a squat with a barbell we can do a squat with a kettlebell we can do a squat with the mace you know what I mean so mm -hmm. the training tools can change but the movement pattern stays the same. And over time, they're going to level up. Over time, they're going to level up. I just make it a little bit more difficult, a little bit more difficult, depending on what they want, what they need, so on and so forth. Um, and I just got a template, man. I got a template that works for the most part. And uh, I make little adjustments as I need per person. So it's a case-by-case, case, uh, depending on the individual and what they want. But uh, over time, I've been able to develop it, and uh, everyone loves it. Everyone loves it. I love it. I'm very <clears throat> happy for you. Being able to help people must be relatively fulfilling. It really is, man. Yeah. I just the stories that I hear, um, the changes that people are feeling, um, whether it's their breath, they're able to breathe a little bit better, they're less stressed, um, they're able to work them work their way out of a stressed state into a relaxed state. They're able to manage their own pain and uh, aches, especially as we age, you know, things don't work the same. So they're able to navigate on their own um, and then just stuff at home. So everything we do in the gym uh, should help you get stronger and better at the stuff that you love to do outside of the gym. So they're doing things outside of here that they haven't done before. And that's the beautiful part. And I want them to, so it's longevity and performance. I want you to add years to your life the best way you can, but able to perform well and still do the things. Uh, play with the kids, get up and off the ground without ease, go on bike rides, hikes, take trips that you want to. Um, man, all, all the above. All live the life. Above. Yeah, live life to the fullest, man. Enjoy it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, having a personal trainer – Again, like that's where we kind of started off with the medit uh, meditation aspect is lacking. And we all kind of try to figure it out on our own, a lot of things, everything. But if you are smart enough to pay for a personal trainer or, you know, that can, you can jump sort of leaps and bounds ahead of where you would have been otherwise. It's like cheating kind of. Yes. yes. And you want to get the advantage, like which you want to have an advantage over your, what you could be, you know, or your opponent or, you know, competitors like even me, I'm a businessman, but I have competitors and I'm, it'd be nice to know who they were exactly. And their <laughs> stats and, and I could compare, like compare myself on a day-to-day -day basis and be like this motherfucker's kicking my ass today i gotta step up my game but i don't know what they're doing over there at sacks or some of my competitors i know 
we started looking into this company, MeUndies, and I'm sure many people have heard of them because they sponsor Joe Rogan's podcast. But do you ever listen to Joe Rogan? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was a there was one recently, the one of the most recent ones with uh, Mr. Beast. Have you ever heard of him? No, I haven't. Isn't that weird? He has ninety million subscribers on YouTube. You, you've never heard of him? Isn't that Mr. crazy? Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast. Okay. And uh, he just went on Rogan, and he was t- kind of telling his story about how he came up and. It was quite amazing, actually, because he just started doing YouTube videos, and that's all he wanted to do, and he obsessed himself, and, you know, it's been 12 years later, and he has he's the number one content creator on YouTube, and there's something to be learned, which he didn't have mentors, but what he did have, because nobody had done it before, what he did do was create a group of people who all were trying to do the same thing, and they masterminded on a daily basis how to get their improve their channels and he said within within a couple of months they all had got to like a million subscribers and like so dedicating your life towards something is key but what is that thing is the other key so there's a uh there's a, so the consistency alone will carry you up to a certain point. And then at that certain point, you'll have to then ask for help or have a guide or have a group of like-minded individuals to help you hit the next level. And so the consistency, yes, staying consistent, that's awesome. But at a certain point, I'm, I'm going to only reach so far, so that's where I'm going to have to reach out to a coach. That's why I'm going to have to get uh, other homies along with me who are on the same path to grow it somehow. Everyone's going to bring something different to the table. I'm only one aspect or one part of the team that we have here. And um, my coach has a coach, and his coach had a coach at a certain, certain point, whether it's for uh, physical development, mental development, spiritual, um, what, whatever industry that you're in, any growth, I for sure believe that you're definitely going to have to have others with you. Um, I mean, there's power in numbers, right? There's power in numbers. So you got a team of people behind you. I've got a team of people behind you and everyone's got their role to play. It's a a tribe, you know what I mean? Building that tribe and you guys are on one path uh, in your industry, whatever goals you guys have, but you have certain, everyone's got a different role and I can only do so much. I got different strengths than my, uh, my GM, him and I run the day to day for the most part, but he's got other aspects uh, and strengths that I don't and, uh, and vice versa, vice versa. So we're going to, it's, that's where the community comes in, man, like building up, um, the community around you and, um, growing on all levels, all levels. And that's where that's the beautiful part is I can do so much on my own, but at a certain point, I'm just going to have to ask for help. And for me, that's where I saw the most growth is after mom passed, I could only do so much on my own. Then I had to ask for help. And that's where I saw even more increase in everything that I was doing. And man, it's beautiful. It's beautiful to see that growth because I was, I had to let my ego down and say, all right, I just got to ask for help. I got to do it. I got to communicate and ask for help. Absolutely. A man is an island, but you got like we all, you can't do everything yourself. Or if you do, you're going to fall behind because you're like spreading yourself too thin. You need to like focus on the thing that you are going to be the expert in and then basically pay the other people to, or whatever to do the other shit for you. Yeah. If I mean, you can't mow the lawn, do the dishes, to feed the baby, go to work, sleep, have a social life, and be like an expert in this, like building rockets or some shit. It's just like you gotta delegate, and so and asking for help, we're on whatever level that might be. 
for whatever reason, like spiritual, get med- like I, I've been meditating for 20 years and I'm like, okay, I'm going to pay this dude to teach me how to meditate. It, it like almost doesn't make sense, but then I actually got better. And I think, you know, I hit a new, I'm at a new level for sure of just mental stability, composure. Like I still lose, I still, it's like, I think I'm this enlightened sort of a guy I try to be, but I still get super irritated with people sometimes. And so I, I, I'm like, I get impatient with, you know, with time. We only have so much fucking time in this world and I don't need to be listening to you jabber on about some bullshit that you already told me. I already, you already told me the shit. I gotta go. Like we already agreed. Now we're now we're just repeating ourselves. <laughs> we never get time back, man. That's the one thing we never get back. Right. So I'm and I. That's something I, though I want to work on, and because there's friends of mine who they'll just sit there and talk and like talk talk, just and it's and I'm doing that now. But we've scheduled this time to do this, and that's what I love about these is I can dedicate myself to a conversation where somebody creeps up on me when I'm doing something. And then all of a sudden now, like 20 minutes later, we're talking about, I didn't, I didn't have this scheduled, you know, and I don't know what that sounds like, but I get, I get super frustrated. I'm just like, come on, man. I, and I, and I end up sometimes having to be rude and I hate, and I don't, I don't know how to, maybe you could answer this question, how to, how to, politely remove yourself from a situation i don't know so we um i mean that that happens to me very often because i come in contact with a lot of people right and um like even just before i had to hop on this call uh, someone came in and was chatting and um one thing that i've really taken on is being clear and concise with my words clear and concise with what I'm trying to say, uh, the message I'm trying to, uh, to, to direct at them, whatever it is, whatever we're talking about. Um, but I know if I'm on a time constraint or if I'm, I'm already in a certain state of mind of doing something, I have to be clear and concise. Like, Hey man, I'm working on something. I appreciate you stopping by, but I I really got to finish this. Let's, uh, let's schedule a time to meet. And, uh, that way I can dedicate all my time and my, my, uh, my mindset, I want to be completely focused on what you've got to say. Um, so with the Enlifted Method, and we're just doing, it's jujitsu with words, really all it is. Interesting. It's, it's jujitsu with words. And, uh, man, if you want to have someone on your podcast, uh, Mark England. Mark England is, is, the, is the man, and uh, it's, it's crazy some of the stuff. So one of them is um, should. It's a should detox. Are you shitting on yourself? So, for example, think of something that I should do. I should go to the gym today. Okay, let's take out the word should and replace it with could. I could go to the gym today. How does that feel? Does it sound different to you? Does it make you feel a little bit? It makes it more doable for me. Yeah, I could do that. Right? I can I can go to the gym today. I could, I could go to the gym. Instead of I should go. Because I should go, you know you're not going to go. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I replace it with could. All right, let's take it a step further. Let's take out could and put I can go to the gym today. I can go to the gym today because I got I to gotta work out. All right, I got to work out. I got to do what I got to do. Um well, and I can, I get to, I have the body, I, I have the, the health, you know, I can't, I get, I get to. Yes, yes, yes. So uh-huh. that takes us to the next one. Uh, so these are like little language games that we play, but uh, the shit detox will take you to um, uh, a pressure language. Like I have to, I need to. Um, and we change it. It was like, just what you just said. I get to, I get to go to the gym today. I get to do my taxes. Mm-hmm. As opposed to I have to do my taxes or I need to do my taxes. You're putting a little bit of pressure on yourself. I get to mixed. All right. It's not as, uh, it's not as daunting. I would say. Yeah. It's not as daunting. And uh, just little things like that. Taking out certain words, replacing it with, with others. 
what words he used more of and why, what words he used less of and why. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them, one of my favorites is projections. Mm. Like he did this to me. Mm. He makes me feel this way. Yes. Or uh, uh, you're projecting whatever it is onto someone else. So take out he, him, her, they, and put it. Just replace it with I. I make me feel this way. That changes it up. Oh yeah. That changes it up. Gives you the power. It gives you the power. Okay, wait. So how am I reacting when they do this or when they say this? How am I reacting? Why am I reacting that certain way? So I'm triggered. Yeah. 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 Why am I triggered? Yeah. And so the projections replacing they, him, her with I, I make me feel this way. Why do I feel this way? And so that's where you turn internally and taking it back to the beginning of this conversation, the personal development. Um, why do I, what am I doing that's causing me to react this way? What story in the past uh, causes that emotional charge? Mm-hmm. Do I have to, and then, then we go into some story work. Um, I remember vividly when my parents got divorced. I remember the bunk bed. I remember the house we were living in. Um, I can remember very vividly the conversation that they brought us in and <laughs> that charges, it brings an emotional charge for me, but it's all in my head. So our yes. magic wand is our, is our pen. I'm going to write this story down. I'm going to uh, name it. Up. I'm going to put it like a title of a movie. And then I put it like a story, not a journal, but like an actual story. And so it's out of my head. I'm able to externalize it. And what we do is we create space and clarity from the story. So instead of the story being so close in my face and, and causing that emotional charge, like I mentioned, I'm able to create space and clarity. And there's a four-step uh, uh, process that we do. So our first one is write it down and re- read it normal pace. Step two, we read it a little bit slower, so 70% speed of that same story. Makes you feel a little bit different. Puts a little bit of ease on your shoulders. And then we reread it and we add the breath in there. We call it supercharging. I'm going to add the breath in there. Sometimes it's at the commas. It's always at the period. So, for example, in my case, mom and dad brought me and my brother into the room. They were going to tell us that they were splitting up. Dad was going to be leaving and we were going to be staying with mom. I'm a little bit more at ease because I'm not reading it so fast with my breath trapped in my chest. My breath, the exhales, put me a little bit more at ease. I'm able to drop my shoulders and keep the breath low and slow. And I'm creating space and clarity. It doesn't cause that emotional charge anymore. I have a, okay, yeah, it's, it's something that happened in the past, but man, I'm able to move on. I can, I have a better clarity of what happened in the past. It's not right here in my face. It's not on my head. It has no ending. When I write it down, there's a period. It has an ending after that sentence. And so it's uh, some deep stuff, man. No, I like it. And it's fun. I mean, it's fun, though. That sounds like you're doing more than physical you know, work, workouts. You're doing mental, spiritual, bat, you know, getting rid of some baggage. I have, we all have baggage. Um, I need to do some writing down. A lot of my stuff is... Not so much from the past, although I, when you said, you know, mom and dad brought it, brought me and my brother in to, to have a talk, like that happened to me when I was five and a pretty vivid uh, memory as well. And then going to his new apartment and then ultimately his new girlfriend, shout out to Louisa, she's out there somewhere. Um, and just, yeah, multiple houses, multiple relationships, you know, switching states, moving back and forth and all these types of things. It definitely was a huge impact on my life, but writing things down 
in general, like if you have something on your mind that you need to do, typically if you just write it down, you don't have to keep thinking it over and over again, which corresponds to what you're saying about memories. Like <laughs> you could either let it replay in your head in an in infinite or maybe writing it down might just, uh, you know, transfer it off of your out of your head and onto paper and maybe give you some some peace about it especially with those techniques you were just demonstrating about the breathing i think that that's love the breathing it's very important that's, that's what first brought me in man is uh mark england was on the cow kingsbury podcast and um listening to him talking about the language but as soon as he mentioned the breath um, he said that the science, the science behind it is, is, uh, uh, does wonders. And as soon as he mentioned the breath, that's what caught me. I was like, okay, there's something to this. So let me, uh, let me deep dive and like, what is this all about? What is, what is this method? What, what system does he use? Um, it's cool to see. I mean, Leo Savage has his system. Um, my other mace coach, Rick Brown, has his system that he uses. Rick Brown? Who's this guy? He's a, uh, he's an OG in the game, man. He, I mean, I thought it was Eric, like, uh, Meland and, and Leo Savage. That's it. <laughs> uh, no. Rick Brown. R-I-K Brown. Rick Brown, man. Interesting. Does he flow or does he do like a more traditional style? More traditional. Yeah. yeah. So when I got certified with Mace, uh, there was two days in, um, in Long Beach, California. Uh, first day was with Leo, his whole system, Steel Mace Flow. Second day, day two was with Rick Brown, Heavy Mace, 10 and 2s, um, Grave Diggers. You're learning more of the traditional yeah. stuff. Yeah, and, Grave um, Diggers for sure. So in my head, uh, being a jiu-jitsu practitioner, it was like uh, Eddie Bravo and the 10 Planet System, a little new age type stuff, no gi. And then you had the traditional uh, Gracie um, coming up from the old school, mm -hmm. and, you know, train, completely gi. trained in the gi, right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, in my head, that's I was like, man, this is perfect. I get both ends of the spectrum. I get a little bit of the steel mace flow, more of the traditional side with Rick Brown. And um, I just created my own little system, a little bit of both. Just like we mentioned earlier, you learn over time, you ask for help, and then um, you learn how to tweak it and make it your own. And you continue to move forward, continue to execute on, on man, whatever industry you're in. You do, all the, do all the steps, do all the actionable steps. Keep growing, keep asking for help. And dude, learn, grow, share. We uh, uh, we remember thirty percent of what we hear, fifty percent of what we write down, and then eighty percent of what we teach. Uh huh. Yeah. So we learn, we grow, and we share. Sharing what you're learning with others, I'm able to articulate things to to my clients because I'm sharing it with one person, and they communicate different than my next client. Uh, we do it with the kids where um, we have the little ones come in. It's a new student. I'm going to have one of the, the more advanced kids take them by the hand, show them how to do the warm-ups to where it's not an adult standing over you, showing you, telling you to do this and that. The, the kids are right there, eye level, showing him the way. So now we're having the kids having to articulate a warm-up drill to a new student. Uh, they're having to communicate it uh, to a new student. And uh, we're raising up little leaders, man. And it's cool to wow. see the, the kids grow that way. And uh, we'll, have, we'll call them out with the kids. Like, all right, can you show us the scissor sweep? Yes. All right, they're ready to go. And at first, they're kind of put off. Like, me? Mm -hmm. You want me to shoot? Okay. And so we're breaking the wall down of not being afraid to stand up and communicate in front of a classroom. But they have to articulate this particular technique. And... Um, we see the most growth that way, especially with the little ones on the mats. We see the most growth that way because they have to teach it to the class. It's not me teaching it. You don't have an adult. You have your peer teaching you. And, uh, man, I love it, bro. I love it. Wow. That's so critical. 
for a young person to develop the ability to speak in public. And it's such a untaught, you know, uh, tool because in school, like at most you might have to like read in front of the group or maybe give a presentation with a group, with a group and, and a lot of times, but if having a kid explain something in the effort of teaching and learning it deeper, but also, you know, teaching the rest of the students who would then go to do the same thing they were doing and teach it as well. Yes. Would uh, really aid in the development in, you know, social skills. Probably we get so nervous in public. I don't, uh, I don't, sometimes I don't even like being around that many people all the time, but sometimes I do. But it can be draining. Um, but I guess that's, I don't know if that has anything to do with public speaking exactly. But kind of, you're in public. Thinking of something like, because interpersonal, so there's, it's different, you know, teaching, like speaking in public in front of a crowd versus interpersonal relationships and uh, small talk and kind of parties, mingling, getting to know new people. Right. And, why what what are we doing here we're at a party we're chatting it up what's the point of this is sometimes just to mingle just this is cool to be at a party and talk to people and get to know maybe you find someone new i don't know so what we do with the kids and this will take us back to the breath um and and the adults too but we bow in uh, beginning of class, and there's a short time period. So, okay, everyone, uh, face forward uh, on your knees. We sit down on your knees, and you sit up tall, close your eyes, and just breathe. Focus on your breathing. What happens when we take an inhale? My posture changes. So I'm able to get a little bit of spinal alignment, and then I keep that. So we're able to sit up tall. They're able to focus on their breath, and we do the same thing. Um, it's cool to see some of these kids who are really hyperactive and always on the go, but when it's time to get on your knees and bow in or bow out, they're standing up tall, they're not moving, they're focusing on their breath, they're postured up. Man, that, that it's, it's cool to see the, some of the changes with the kids, not only with their posture and the, they're having to focus on their own breath, but... The, back to the communication factor, um, when I breathe in, my chest proudens. I'm going to have a proud chest. I'm tall to the crown. It's a little bit more of a confidence factor. I'm walking around with my chest proud as opposed to my posture being low and, you know, looking. Uh, I find it, you know, not it's not a weakness, but, you know, with my posture broken, it, I look a little weak and not as confident. I mm -hmm. might look a little timid. Yeah. But once I get that breath in, the chest is proud. Oh man, all right, I'm I'm standing nice and tall. I'm at, I'm I walking with my crown straight. You know what I mean? As the kings that we are, we walking with the crown straight and my chest nice and proud. And um, so with the breath low and slow, if if I'm in an emotional state, my breath is trapped in my chest, <laughs> mouth breathing. It sends signals to the brain that I'm getting chased by a lion or an emergency type situation is happening. Uh, when I'm breathing low and slow, in and out through the nose, into my belly, brings me into a relaxed state. Sends signals to the brain that I can rest and digest. I can stay calm. So when we have uh, one of the kids, they're rolling and uh, they're on mount. One of the kids is on bottom. Yeah, I can see him panicking as I calm down, focus on your breath. Control your breathing. Man, you see the change in their face. They're like, okay, I'm, it's not so bad down here. I can find a way out of top mount. I can work my trap and roll and come up and work the sweep or whatever it is. And yeah. uh, the breath changes a lot, man. The breath changes a lot on multiple levels. On multiple yeah. Levels. I need to practice that when I'm in these social situations that I'm not ready for. Just take a deep breath. It's all good because I, I like Eckhart Tolle and I don't know if you've heard of him. He's a like a new age philosopher and he's like, you're stuck at a red light and you're late and you're like, 
uh, I want to be there, but I'm here. And it's so frustrating. But if you can just like, I guess, get over the fact that it's, it's all in your mind. Anyways, a lot of these things, it's, it's like, I'm, I'm supposed to be somewhere else and I'm here, but you're here. So what the fuck deal with it. And otherwise you're just causing yourself more stress. It's part of training. Yeah. It's part of training. He wrote a, Go ahead. Everything happens for a reason. So if I'm at that red light, yeah, I'm supposed to be here right now, not over there exactly. right now. And so if you're reacting that certain way, getting frustrated, I'm the same way too. I'm like, man, I'm late. I'm running late. Um, it's part of training. If I want to get somewhere uh, at a particular time, all right, next time I'm going to leave five to 10 minutes earlier, 15 minutes earlier. Or if I'm at that red light and I feel myself getting into that state, breathe low and slow into the belly. It changes things. It definitely changes things. Yeah, totally. Um, what you said, you know, about like being, it's the, the word now you said now and like he wrote a book called the power of now and i highly recommend that to anyone out there it was one of the first books i read when i got out of the army and i was relatively lost um i knew i had sheath going for me but i was like all by, by myself and everything had just changed my whole life had changed pretty drastically but uh listening to him reading that book being in the moment is key and he'll always do that. Like he'll, like he'll, he does these little seminars and talks and he'll just, he'll come out there and just not say anything and just be like, just breathing and waits till the whole crowd just like reaches that vibration of calm. And then he cracks some joke or something. He's, he's really cool. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, what if, what, what do you, you said, what are you reading? these days um i don't know if you consider it well one book i'm reading um is the way of the superior man oh interesting the way of the superior man and then um i can i still consider it reading but on audible um uh, dave ramsey seven steps or uh baby uh seven steps to baby millionaire baby steps to millionaire something like that yeah dave ramsey's a shit for sure yeah dave ramsey um, I, that was one thing I've always uh, never had a, a, a solid grasp financial, on. Yeah, uh, financial discipline. Yeah. And uh, I've come a long way with that, man, being able to pay off debt, so on and so forth. So running through that one for the second time now, um, David Goggins, uh, You Can't Hurt Me, running through that one too. Mm -hmm. um, Hicks and Gracie, he has a book called Breathe. Ooh, uh, that right. one's really good yeah so he goes in not only to the breath but um the history of jiu-jitsu and uh his family the gracie family and his perspective uh, uh as far as the lineage goes um what's another one the five love languages that was really good yes the absolutely. five love languages yeah um that one's helped out not only in, in my relationship but uh, I mean, my my relationship not only with my lady but with others as well too. Um, people learn, they receive, and they uh, also uh, give love uh, in certain ways. You know, words of affirmation or quality time, uh, uh, gifts, receiving gifts, think or giving gifts, things mm -hmm. like that. People have their primary love language, and um, I really that, that's the one that uh, I just finished for the second time but I've been able to implement and it, it's built more of an awareness uh, whenever I'm communicating with clients, whenever I'm communicating with my coworkers, uh, with my family, so on and so forth. But uh, that one's really uh, spoken to me the most uh, as of recently. Nice. That's beautiful. I, I do believe I came across that at one point and I try to, I like, I like a lot. I like all of them, but, uh, just my wife, I think she likes uh, acts of service, you know, and so I try to pick up around the house and shit, help her out a little bit here and there, so that she knows I care. 
Because some people, you could just tell them. Some people, you have to show them. Some people need to be touched. Some people need gifts, etc. Yeah. yeah. So that's that is pretty key. I'm reading a book. I'm reading a couple books. Limitless by Jim Quick, which is like the power of the mind and uh, opening, unleashing, you know, your limitless self, which is cool. I like it. I think it's pretty good. I just finished the Alchemist, which is a great short read if anyone hasn't read that out there by Pablo Coelho. Very fun, very good about the the journey of of you know the man a man's journey through the world. But it's like in a story. It's not about alchemy per se. There's like a one of the characters is an alchemist, but it's not like you're trying to turn uh, lead into gold by reading this book um, and then I just finished one by Dan Brown called The Lost Symbol which is really good just about like um, the Masonic Lodge type of ancient wisdom and it really spoiler spoiler alert boils down to the Bible and that, it was pretty interesting because that was like the first book and that's where like knowledge was kind of first recorded aside from tablets and things, but like a book book. And they say that we are actually like our civilization, our understanding of reality kind of is reinforced through these stories and, you know, society itself is kind of built on this book which is interesting because words matter, you know, words matter, whatever, like words, language, and um, the structure, I guess, which the foundation. It's really, that, that one was pretty cool. And then the last, what I'm reading now, which is the best of it all, best of all, which is why I saved it for last. It's really good. It's A Hero with a Thousand Faces by Joseph Campbell. And it is just like so cool it's about mythology and religion and paintings and and cultures and uh fables and fairy tales and all the shit and like how it all kind of like plays into the human psyche and how these cultures how you know we we deal with our own mental issues now they were there in the past and they were they developed these stories of you know some legendary tale of whatever and you when you read it sometimes it clicks like okay yeah this whatever issue you're dealing with from jealousy to hate or greed and getting old and anything it's it kind of puts things in perspective and that 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 would be my biggest recommendation right now is the hero with a thousand faces, but uh, so thank you. But thank you, Sammy, for coming on. Is there anything else you would like to touch on before we wrap it up? Um, yeah, man, you mentioned uh, the Bible and um, that one's been the one. I mean, I grew up in as a Christian. I grew up in church my whole life um, in my 20s, lost track of what I was doing, experiencing life, so on and so forth. Um, but it's always brought me back to the Bible. And the main reason, I mean, with all the different stories that are in there, you have parables. Mm-hmm. Um, but that one really speaks to, it hits home um, mainly because there's so many tools in there and uh, kind of like words of affirmation. Um, yeah, we have um, mantras that we can say and things like that. But the thing about the Bible for me is there's scripture in there. And scripture can be super powerful. And there's so many versions, and I can read one version. I love the Amplified version. Okay. Um, and it, it goes into detail, and then I can read another version, and then it takes me to another verse, and then it, it reminds me of a book, or it reminds me. So I think of a huge web, and yes. um, a huge web of all these different books, all these different scriptures, all these different stories. So all the books that you mentioned to me. Um, I would love to get all your, all those because uh, I want to just dive into those. Um, but for sure, for whatever reason, what keeps me going on the path for me is is the scripture. And I think of them as spiritual reps. It's part of my training. Nice. Um, one of them is uh, uh, for he has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. 
takes me back to my mind, um, having a sound mind, um, mm. training myself. There's another one is uh, uh, creating me a clean and pure heart and a right and steadfast spirit within me. And so a nice, good heart keeps me open with my chest, things of my chest. I think tall through the crown, um, have a right and steadfast spirit within me. So I think of uh, staying on a, a, a steadfast path to continue taking actionable steps. And um, it always reminds me of something else and something else. And so I think of a huge web it all correlates. It takes me to somewhere else, just like jujitsu, just like the maze. Um, everything kind of correlates with something else. And uh, that's the beautiful part of it. I love being able to find all these different training modalities. And just like jujitsu, uh, just like the maze, just like the word, the Bible, um, we can find so many benefits to all these tools that we use. And they're training tools. They're training tools. Yeah. Use them all. I know, and it's and this is nothing new, you know. It isn't. So we're just reiterating these things: physical fitness, spiritual fitness, mental fitness. We're trying to tackle all these subjects and and better ourselves as humans, so we like make it into the kingdom or or, or whatever. Like, be our best self for sure, um, yes. and be a shining light to those that follow. Be that light, man. Just like Jesus. That's it. Be that That's not light. a bad thing. Yeah, that's a good thing. So yeah, that's a good note to wrap it up on. Thank you, Sammy. Sambo Slice on the Insta, I do believe. Yeah, Sambo Slice 88 on Instagram. That's right. You can always reach me there. Uh, here in San Antonio. If you're in San Antonio, by all means, come find me. Come find what's me. That, what's, what's the name of the gym? So your fitness 365 and yeah. submission concepts is the martial arts. Beautiful. You you heard it here. I, I mean, most of our people are like in San Antonio that would watch this or, or, or uh, Colorado here and around the world. But so they you might just get a new member, join your gym. Yes, sir. And uh, dude, keep making awesome underwear. Thank you, Sammy. Thank you for coming on. We'll do it again. That was a fun one. Another good one. Um, yes, thank you everyone for watching. We'll see you next week. Peace.